I want to thank all of our listeners for several years of dedicated and loyal listening throughout the Halo Talks 400 podcast completed to date. We're going to 1,000 by 2024. If you're so inclined, we'd love to have you go to iTunes for us, fill out a review so we can keep this podcast rolling globally. We are now on Chartable's top lists and moving up the charts. Also, if you want to educate yourself in the new year, please go to thehaloacademy.com. Take a look at what we've done with 150 executives in the Halo sector to get them smarter, get them prepared for capital raises, and also more winning. Thanks. Have a great season. Let's go. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC on location, entering their third Halo Talks unprecedented attendance levels and participation, 100% RSVP rate. Justin, Austin, flex it, flex on, flex everything because I have a flex it bag and you can see me in Manhattan Beach wearing that with pride. Flex it, we're gonna talk about the future and the present and where health is going and how you can embrace this as well. So Austin, kick us off. If you guys wanna hear anything about the background, you can check out the other two podcasts, okay? Listener free, not behind any kind of wall, right? Straight up. Listen to that and then come back for the third season. Give us an update. Pete, good to be here. Good to have you. Glad to be in the category of one, third time on Halo Talks. Yeah, it's good. You guys are good at business development, so I'm happy to accommodate you guys have such good you know, energy and perseverance. We appreciate it. We appreciate you and the rest of the team. And uh, Bam. Like, I, like I said to Justin, our, our chief operating officer, a few minutes ago, we're still hurting from that Manhattan Beach workout six months ago in September. Shout out to Sumna Hannah and her new arrival. And, you know, we might do some uh, postnatal workouts together. The three of us and Sumna. Well, Justin just had a kid three, four oh, months ago. Tough, Justin. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. I'm still riffing on the Manhattan Beach workout jokes. So it's also on a hill. And I think I think Pete Moore is going to get uh, investment for his new concept. It's called Manhattan Beach Hill Training. <laughs> Manhattan Beach <laughs> Hill Training. He throws a football and he has a bicycle. I got a football. I got a, uh, I, I got a, I had to give away my tricycle actually because it didn't fit in the apartment anymore but i did have a schwinn twin it's on ebay actually but but yes I but i sold it already i just can't delete my ebay posting maybe one of you guys can help me with i that. should get it i should buy it um, but no i do i do have a kid which is for me maturing but also flex it as a business maturing and kind of moving to the the next phase so as is the industry it's good to be back here at ursa this is the busiest post-pandemic ursa busier than in dallas and miami possibly even combined and love the halo the new halo setup that you guys have here hope you Thank build you. this out going forward but here at flex it um, excited to be back at ursa as always for us the future like you said pete is about health um, over the course of the last year we have transitioned from focusing on what we call virtual personal training to focusing on four core pillars that fit into a concept that we've coined interconnected health so trying to help people to live happier healthier lives by providing them with access to everything that they need to do that the four pillars are nutrition, physical therapy, low-impact wellness, and fitness training. So we've moved from fitness training to spanning across the four pillars, 28 modalities, and we're looking forward to helping more people to live healthier lives by building out additional health services. Talk about the, the 28 modalities. Not, we don't have to reference everyone, just get, I just want to get a flavor for what those are and who would be using those. 
Yeah, so initially really focused on digitizing and creating live two-way experiences for the personal trainer and the, and the club operator. And we brought clubs and the trainers from the club in the pandemic to a you know virtual marketplace where we connected consumers with those trainers and having the club brands as a part of it. But with Flexit, what we've seen is that the, the, with the maturation of telehealth, we've seen that there's really been a void and a gap for this preventive, preventive health, right? The in-between of, of someone who doesn't necessarily need a doctor, but someone that actually wants to work with someone in a convenient way where they are and be able to, to work out with some of these fitness and wellness ex, uh, experts. So many of them are personal trainers in that fitness pillar. Uh, but, but within that, you know, you'll have HIT, you'll have boxing, you'll have other strength training exercises. And in physical therapy, we have um, uh, doctors of physical therapy, uh, which, you know, there's really no other place that you can find, you know, something like this that's not just an online version of physical therapy as a medical service, but working with a doctor of physical therapy for if you're pre or postnatal uh, to be able to safely train or if you're someone who's had an injury in the past or maybe someone who's an active senior wants to have some kind of special care. Uh, for low impact, you know, obviously recovery has been a big part of that. Yoga, stretching, things that people don't necessarily think about when they think about personal training, but having someone who's an expert to guide you through those types of modalities. So whatever you're looking for, we can really serve that. So, and, and are you, the delivery of the technology um, and the modalities, that is going direct on Flexit as well as through the B2B partners uh, from a content licensing standpoint? Yeah, so um, it's our technology, whether it's on our corporate wellness side or what we're doing on the D2C side, we've created our own proprietary technology. So you think about our video tech, it's optimized so that in the traditional one-on-one -on -one experience, people are physically in the same space. Here, despite not being in the same physical space, folks are able to interact as if they were. And that's a, a, a game changer when we look at our industry, so the Ursa group, and everything health surrounding that. There's comps in so many other verticals for what we're doing. Yeah, I was Justin mentioned my, my, telehealth. My, my brain's starting to go crazy when you basically can think about how to reapply that to different Exactly, so I mean, we've seen it in telehealth, we've seen it in teletherapy. Heck, we see it in meetings, right? I mean, Zoom, Teams, FaceTime, it's the same concept and the actual functionality of our technology optimizes, so trainers are putting pre-recorded videos on the screen, they're drawing on the screen, they're sending workout plans through and, the screen. And that's your own proprietary technology, so you basically have like, you just happen to build like a mini Zoom inside of like Flexit. Well, we don't use that word here, but we've we've which, built which our word? own, which the, word? the Zoom word, the Z word. Oh, sorry. The Z word. Sorry. Patent pending. Patent pending. As you know, Pete. <laughs> patent pending. And, and, and patent published. <laughs> Yo, beep that out, dude. Beep me up. You can use eBay. No beep. eBay doll boy. So, as you think about where you were, where we are today and where you're going, how are you able to bring these business clients along and be like, hey, you know, we kind of pivoted our business and we're like, we're pivoting as the market is basically delivering information back to us in a good way, okay? But now it's like, hey, you want to use Flexit? Let me tell you like, oh, like here's how you're going to use it now. Yep. And how do you kind of get to the point, this is more of like an entrepreneurial lesson because I'm pivoting my business all the time. And sometimes I'm like, I think I'm, I'm pivoting, you're but I might it. be. You're building it. I'm you're building, not pivoting it. You're building, building it. Building I'm building it. it. I'm building it. Right. And as I continue to build, there's more things you need to know that I do. Right? Sure. So, so how are you kind of methodically educating people on like, hey, look, we're kind of, we know what's around the corner. Just, just keep walking with me. Yeah. So, so I said that, keep walking with me. 
Pete, I'll walk with you anytime you want. There you go, as Austin. As long as you get that tricycle back. No problem. Justin will walk with you too. We'll bring a baby beyond. But when you think about walking the floor here at Ursa, speaking of walking, and you think about the industry more broadly, it's changed so much over the last few years, brick and mortar and the digital side, right? And I, I don't see, whether it's us or more broadly the industry, as necessarily pivoting as it is evolving, right? The world over the last 12 months has evolved as the public markets shifted and that trickled down into the private markets. For us, building core loyalty and trust within our network has opened up the opportunity as we've evolved to float new concepts into what we're doing and, and to keep up with where the public markets are informing the private markets to trend. And so we really try not to actually, you know, use the Z word or the P word here, the P word being pivot, because we see what we're doing as evolving. And as our business has evolved, new opportunities present themselves. So you mentioned corporate wellness before, that's not something that we necessarily had started out looking to do, but what happened was we were getting requests from companies to buy access to our D2C platform, to take our D2C and slap their logos on it. And as we got more and more involved there, we got positive feedback, more requests came in. So there's some conversations where it makes sense to share everything that we're doing. There's many where it doesn't. If you go to our website, you don't see what we're doing on the corporate wellness side. The consumer to the naked eye, they have a subscription to Flexit, to access our interconnected health platform and work across the four pillars with their expert. And that does not mean, um, but in that instance, it doesn't necessarily make sense to be integrating what we're doing on the corporate wellness side. Right, and, and we've seen that, especially with the group here at Ursa, that, that everyone's really talked about people going back to the gym. That was a common thing that people were saying. So the people going back to the gym, back to the studio, what happened, what was Flexit gonna do, right? And for us, it's really that it's not about going back to the gym or working out from home. It's about being able to access and stay connected to your customer, your client, wherever you are. So there's actually some club operators who are here, one of them being a 100 plus unit gym chain that we've been working with for several years. You know, click virtual fitness on their website. Flexit has built that back end and built that system for them. And now the next phase for us is about better integration with member management softwares to be able to toggle between club visit and a virtual visit. So that way, if someone says, hey, I'm traveling, I'm at the Ursa show, the trainer can say, no problem. They toggle it in the system. Right. They can go do a virtual session with you without you know, still burning that session so that operator can continue to sell more product and higher volume. Got it. So what are some of the, if there's one thing, or and this isn't necessarily just a Flexit-centric question, but what are some of the things where during the last several years you're like, you know what, I'm not abandoning this because when the bricks and mortar comes back, which you guys have always been bullish on, bricks and mortar is not going away and you built your business, you know, to be able to toggle between the two. What are some of the things where maybe some people say like, dude, that's not going to happen anymore. We don't need that. And you're like, look, man, like there's traditional things that are going to go on that, that I'm not going to allow myself to brainwash myself that this is not going to exist the way it, it did before. I, mean, I think that's an entrepreneurial question Every entrepreneur has got a different pulse on where things are going, the way they see the world right. might be a little bit different. Over, If we look at just the last three to four years, we heard so much of brick and mortar is over, digital's past the peak of its hype cycle. I think in consumer especially, if you look at other consumer verticals, you can draw parallels. And really now in, in the era that we're living in, it's it's the confluence of, of things. So. People are working at home, but they're also working in offices, right? Mm -hmm. And here in our industry, 
access to in-person fits in with digital and digital can support that experience um, in the brick and mortar and it can also help to take the brick and mortar and extend its reach outside of four walls. And so from, from the moment that the pandemic had hit, we've always been very bullish on that confluence. We don't necessarily believe in the extremes of the spectrum. Rather, we believe that everything coexists. Right. And I think that back to the, the, the gym um, concept that Justin referenced, you know, there's a much broader pool of people who want to stay healthy. That might mean walking to them. It might mean eating healthier. And that is a much broader pool of people than actually walk into, Pete, you know this as well as anybody. There's a set of folks in the, in the country here, 60 million gym memberships. How many of them actually step foot into a gym? How many are going more than twice a week to a gym? That number actually starts to shrink, but there's plenty of people, right? Hundreds and hundreds of millions of Americans who want to stay healthy and there's different ways to stay engaged. So we really believe in the confluence. And I think other entrepreneurs will agree that it's about finding their niche and carving that out in their industry. It's not that there's, it's, things are a zero sum game. From a standpoint of, you know, there's obviously been a lot of shakeout in the digital side. You know, I think even in, in whether it's a pandemic or whether it's, you know, Uber's going to be the next thing. And then you see five different, you know, I'm the next iteration of Uber. I'm going to take their market share. I'm like the next Peloton. You know, usually you're not. So when you kind of take a look and say like, hey, we, we you guys were pretty disciplined in how you spent your money, how you raised your capital, um, how you kind of probably made a lot of personal and professional sacrifices, you know, to get to the other side. And we're at the other side now. Um, you know, when you, when you take a look at some of these venture companies that have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and you're like, well, I, I don't even think like that. I'll, I can only think about like delivering a product and, and making it cost effective based on the budget. How much being an entrepreneur and, and, and bootstrapping your way through and kind of going through these iterations, have it made, has it made you better business executives and decision makers? Yeah, I think that we are living in, if we look at the 24 month window of the pandemic's onset to when the markets changed about a year ago, I would argue that that is the single most challenging book ending of different sets of, of business uh, obstacles that leaders have been presented with. Yeah. And I think the most challenging aspect to both ends of that book for business leaders, regardless of where your company's at, is that there was and it's not necessarily an end in sight for how things will, will shake out. So at the beginning of the pandemic, nobody knew when things would, would, would level out. And as the markets changed about a year ago, people didn't necessarily, and I would, I think still don't necessarily know how they'll play out. Will the pendulum swing back to being that high growth, high burn mm -hmm. environment that you just described for some companies, or will it be closer to the prof, the, the focus on profitability, that environment that we're living in right now? Um, so for us, um, and I think for, for many others that needing to be incredibly disciplined through these experiences has pushed us to be better entrepreneurs, to be better leaders. I think that any company that's been able to thrive throughout the last 24 months has gone through um, an experience that, to, that, um, that bifurcated set of challenges that unequivocally would make them more adept in whatever they're doing going forward. Um, every company's different. The DNA of the leaders of that company and the backing of that company are gonna be different. And um, you know, it's, it's hard to necessarily apply one specific scenario to the next. For us, we take 
the environment head on a swivel always. We look at what we're presented with, which helps us to find new areas of opportunity. Hence our focus now on health, more broader health going mm -hmm. forward. And we're excited to, to tackle that, to just help a few more people get healthier and live better lives every day. Yeah. That's awesome. And just another thing to add too, is I think a lot of companies that raise a lot of capital that were you know, rocket ship growth um, and really big revenues, they're also burning in some cases millions on the bottom line, uh, which month, is hard per month, which is harder to unwind and cut back from that because yeah. your business becomes so reliant on it. I think for us at our core, we've always tried to have a consistent revenue generating model that is built on good business practices and be able to cut back some of our spend, which was focused on growth and marketing. Like in the past, we've been at Ursa, we do much bigger. You know, we had Jason Terry, other pro athletes. Now this year, we're, we have a different mindset because we, we know our customer in a different way. And I think for us, we've always had that disciplined mindset, but in this time, we've pushed ourselves um, to, to be a little bit more focused, to say, let's focus on what's really working and make those things hit out of the park. Yeah, awesome. So, you know, in closing here, give us the, um, you know, what what's the ideal client that you're looking to uh, to partner with? You know, what what's the top things that people are asking for right now that you guys are providing? Personalization. Anyone that wants to take what they're doing to a heightened level of personalization and immersion, you're always going to get there when you've got synchronous communication over asynchronous communication. So live two-way, whether you're trying to get that in a brick and mortar or outside of that house, whether you're a gym, you're another technology stack distributing access to heightened levels of personalization and immersions where we're at, and we want to help more people get healthier by, doing, by providing that service. Awesome. All right, well, uh, this, this uh, uh, closes out episode three of season three of the Integrity Square Halo Talks Flexit Podcast Network. We'll get you guys some EBITDA hats. You can run around with that. We'll flex we'll it on the back. We'll flex a logo on flex there. Flex it. We'll put some ARR on the sides, maybe. And um, there you go, Pop Pete. some of and those I'm other I'm acronyms ready, I'm, down. I'm ready for you in tennis now. little I'm MRR, in, I'm in, baby. I've been training. I'm, I'm oh, next, yeah. next time I'm uh, out moving west. On to, I'm moving on to pickleball. And uh, we got to get my, uh, my... We'll do some postnatal workouts together. It'd be awesome. Bring your baby beyond and your baby. Which pro athlete you invest alongside on pickleball? What? Is it LeBron James that your teams that you invest I'm not, in? I'm not, I'm I'm not bullish kidding. on the pro pickleball. <laughs> I'm, I'm bullish on like the over 55 assisted living, uh, you know, social community pickleball. Ursula's well, Health and go. Racket, you know, Racket Association. I'm a big racquetball guy. I know. I don't think they should change the name now. Just make Racket Pickle. Next year, you guys should do your pickle. party over pickleball. Where right? are the racquetball hey, vendors? Yeah, you just have to wait. You just have to have a waiver that you won't hurt yourself. <laughs> but we do it digitally. Oh, uh, ACL, what happened? Uh, someone goes after the Integrity Square personal professional liability insurance. Uh, all right. Anyway, Pete, all right, guys, great to Thanks see you guys. Good to be back. Let's I, uh, keep making I making hope, things happen. One, one, one day we get back to uh, to under the stairwell like we had at the Roger. Until then, that's right, dude. That was that was early days, bro. We're gonna put down here like uh, like at the end of your name, it's gonna be like CEO, and then it's gonna be Halo Talks, and then the three numbers like Roman Halo Roman Talks, Roman like twenty seven. 270 and then 401. Yeah. All right, boys. Good All to right. see you. Justin Keep pushing. Justin Turetsky, the third. First Justin Turetsky, the third. May you it. continue to replicate and prosper. <laughs> All right. <laughs>